Rogers Radio Theater is on the air. in the sky so come on and let's ride and now in the 1902nd performance of their career here are riders in the sky thank you thank you ladies and gentlemen buckaroos and buckarets and thank you, Texas Vix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Howdy, howdy, Ranger Doug, Idol of American Youth here. And before we go too much further around the bend, let me introduce Riders in the Sky. To my left, that's your right as you contemplate the warm glow on the dial of your vintage Detrola, is the young man who plays the string bass in our trio, the man credited with starting the Paul is Dead rumor, he's too slim. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ranger Doug. You know, if... <laughs> If you play this part of the show backwards, you can clearly hear me say, I buried Woody Paul. Turn me on, Woodman. Turn me on, Woodman. Turn me on, Woodman. Thank you, Slim. I know, I know we'll all be doing that before the night's over. Yeah. To my right, that's your left. The man credited with starting the Too Slim is Dead rumor. Woody Paul! Sounds like there might be some truth in that rumor. <laughs> but alive and well, in the center of our stage, in the center of our trio, the center of the known universe, ladies and gentlemen, the idol of American youth, Ranger Doug. Thank you. Thank you. And to my right, the man who dispelled the accordion is dead rumor, Joey the Cow Polka King! <laughs> Let's start out the show with a quick Riders original, Ride to the Wind. Thunder, the desert trail wanders, the lightning bolt sunders, the dark leaden sky. Ride, ride, ride with the wind. Ride, ride with the wind. He can't look behind him, the 
the shadows remind him of those who would find him, and that was to die. So ride, 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 ride with the wind. Ride to shimmering mountains out yonder. Ride to safety in canyons that wander. Sides forever and never be found. Now stop! opportunity from Campfire Light Records. Good evening, I'm Dr. B. Baxter Basil, CDFOP, PPD, and member National Geographic Society, and this is Mrs. Dr. B. Baxter Basil. Hello, friends. It's so nice to be here with you tonight. We just Thank want you, to Mama. Mention... Sit down, Mama. Now, friends, if you're like me and Mama, about the last thing in the world you want to hear is some free-thinking, egg-headed layabout spewing forth a lot of intellectual hogwash and calling it philosophy. Why, I remember once years ago, I took a college philosophy course, and for the whole 12 weeks, the guy running it had us trying to prove we were there. We finally figured out we shouldn't be, and we left. Right, Mama? That's right, B. Baxter. We just got up and... Sit down, Mama. Well, I thought that was it for me and philosophy. I didn't need any more of that a priori crap, and I didn't. Until Campfire Light Records recently retained me and Mama to promote their new eight-track collection of A Side of Western Philosophy, Volume 1. Yes, suddenly I saw the lantern of Diogenes, and you will too, because at last the great philosophers are available in the lingo the average cowpoke can understand. It's the performance of a lifetime by the incomparable side meat. No, I cook, therefore I am. Oh. <laughs> Yes, Rene Descartes, as he was meant to be. You'll also get a full portion of two-fisted, red-blooded Greek and Roman classics like this from Aristotle. Oh, well begun is half done, so it's done. Come and get it. 
Who among us can forget Cato the Elder? It is a hard matter, my fellow citizens, to argue with the belly, since it has no ears. And who were you with when you were first mesmerized by the sagacity of Voltaire? Thought depends absolutely on the stomach. But in spite of that, those who have the best stomachs are not the best thinkers. Think about it. Yes, Nietzsche's here, and side meat's got him. In revenge and in love, woman is more barbaric than man. What, what did he say? I just don't, I, Sit down, Mama. Friends, no collection of Western philosophy would be complete without the he-coon of transcendentalism, Henry David Thoreau. I can tell you this, after six weeks on the trail, the mass of men lead lives of quiet perspiration. Some of it ain't so quiet. Delay not one minute, order your eight-track collection of a side of Western philosophy, volume one today, and if you act by midnight, we'll also send you an autographed photo of Aristotle that glows in the dark. So call now, here's how. Here's how to you too, Dr. Baxter. Oh, sit down, Mama, your train left the station. To get your eight-track collection of a side of Western philosophy, volume one, have your Visa Albanian Express or MasterCard ready and call 1-900-A-PRIORI. That's 1-900-A-PRIORI. And remember, this is not a toll-free call. <laughs> Return with us now to those thrilling days of Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Mix Bender, and thank you, Saddle Pals. And once again, it's guest time on Riders Radio Theater. And Slim, yes. come on and tell the folks who is our great guest this evening. Well, uh, Ranger Doug, you, you know I, I booked John Hartford, don't you? I sure do. A great guy, great talent, great well, You friend. know he's a super songwriter, musician, oh, performer, and a, a banjo player. Oh, he's a legendary banjo player, one of the greatest. <laughs> that doesn't bother you? I mean, I know you aren't exactly crazy about banjos. Well, no, not exactly. You have nothing to say to me about booking a banjo player? Well, uh, nothing but thanks. I'm a big fan of John's, and I'm really <laughs> glad he's here. And let's let's get him on out here. I don't believe this. Okay, Saddle Pals, please welcome Riverboat Captain Grammy Wim Grammy Grammy Wimmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy great, for you to say. Great musical artist John Hartford. <laughs> Welcome to Riders Radio Theater, John. Oh, I'm mighty, mighty proud to be here. <laughs> well, glad to have For you. Sure. And Jamie's with you. Brought my sidekick, Tex Beaterbeck. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Tex years ago. You know, I, I can't tell you how relieved I was when I got here and before the show saw you backstage tuning up your fiddle. Yeah. I was relieved also to see myself backstage. <laughs> yeah. We thought were, you'd never get here, did you? Oh, well, we were two days on the trail. We spent... Two days and two nights on the third floor waiting for the elevator to come up. <laughs> plenty of cool, clear water up there. Yeah, right. there. And full ashtrays. Yeah. Well, so well you can always thing. make a living in Nashville. Yeah, right. That's what I say. <laughs> well, since you've got your fiddle out and left your banjo back in the case, I thought you might like to play a song well, and, and sing one on the fiddle. Well, why don't we do that? With the fiddle. Oh, I wish we had our time again. All the roads we ran and the folks we knew The risky things that we used to do Now it's over and I know we're through And I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again. 
Well, I couldn't go to sleep, got up and made a light Trying to write it down in the middle of the night Looking for the words, but it won't come right And I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time Oh my, the years do fly Makes no difference and we all know why Dear old friends have to turn their eye And I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again Wish we had our time again I wish we had our time If not for love, could hard to see I looked at you and you looked at me Old memory love won't let me be And I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time again I wish we had our time And I wish we had our time again, I wish we had our time again, wish we had our time again, I wish we had our time. Thank you. Thank you, John. It's a pretty song, and John Hartford, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, John. It's a beautiful song, John, and and some great fiddle playing. You know, of course, I'm a big fan of the King, and I'm a great fan of fiddle playing in general, and I I really love it. I'm glad you I'm glad you chose to play the fiddle and and not the banjo. Nothing against you, of course, we're old friends and all, it's just kind of a personal quirk of mine, really. Banjos, they're so piercing, I understand. so nervous. <laughs> I understand, Ranger, Ranger Doug. The banjo affects a lot of people that way. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I keep a scrapbook of quotes from people who don't like the banjo. Oh, really? Boy, that must be a good, and, thick one. And then I cut them out. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to cut them out and put them on little tiny three by five cards that uh -huh. we cut those in half and what, some of them will fit on there. What's your, what's your favorite, favorite uh, one, John? Well, uh, I'm not sure I can say all of it on air. But, you can just uh, censor the, well, you can't say. I, uh, I cut it out of uh, Us magazine, and it was just one line. It said, uh, I, it says, I simply loathe, and loathe was written in them slanted italic letters. <laughs> it said, I simply loathe banjo, said Sinatra afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Load the banjo. Matter of fact, I brought mine. If there's time, I was hoping we could all join in on a banjo roundup. 
great idea, side meat. I get one to join in too. Hey, Joey, Texas, Bix, Benzino. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on, just a minute here, side meat. Whoa, whoa, stop, side meat. Uh, look at the clock, side. We're we're out of time for this part of the show. Isn't that right, Texas Bix? Oh, say it ain't so, Texas Bix. I'm afraid it is, side. Too bad. Well, we're on a tight schedule. Sorry, John. Sorry, side meat. Oh, the heck with the schedule. Let's just go ahead and let the show run a little bit long. The next show on this network is a bunch of Albanian pan flutes. <laughs> yeah, who's going to care if we join that in progress? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It'll be easy. Yeah, Come on. The easy sure, way. it would be the easy way, all right, but it, it wouldn't, wouldn't be the cowboy way. Just when I'm starting to have fun, you always say that. <laughs> John, thanks for coming on our show. <laughs> Boy, he knows when to leave, doesn't he? <laughs> Another big hand for John Hartford. Riders Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WPLN Productions. This program is being taped live at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Wah, wah, wah. And now, Riders Video Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode one of the exciting Western melodrama, Singing Six Guns. In the distance, a cloud of dust, the sound of three riders pounding across a barren, lifeless valley in a desperate race against time. Above them, a dark, murky, ominous cloud of death, slowly rising towards the stratosphere. Slim, if you've been paying attention, you'd know that somebody has to notify the government about the huge cloud of chlorofluorocarbons up there. But why? Because if that cloud up there reaches the ozone, life as we know it on this planet will be destroyed, too, well, Slim. That's good enough for me. Come on, let's go. Moments later, riders in the sky arrive at the famed old Triple X Ranch. There they find their old sidekick side meat preparing to go aloft in his chip-powered hot air balloon. Oh, boy. Whoa, Turbo. Whoa. What's up there, side meat? Uh, me? Well, I was about to be anyway. I come back here to get my balloon come looking for you, because I got some good news. Well, we sure could use some. What is it? Well, this report. It was just phoned in by the ecology department at Johnny Mac Brown Junior College. Oh, yeah? The result of the test I had them run? What did they say? They said the reason that patch of grass turned green over by the kitchen is my new O3 bead. I thought as much. Yep, boys in the lab over there say that they release a special methane gas that neutralizes the uh, zoro, doro, coro, moro, noro. fluorocarbons. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I wrote it all down here, see? Yeah, yeah. This makes sense, fellas. The O3 beans release a reactive form of methane gas that binds with the chlorofluorocarbons. Yeah, see? It ain't easy to say that. <laughs> it keeps them from destroying the ozone. Those beans could save the world. Oh, what do you mean, save the world? Quickly, Woody Paul explains about the ominous cloud of death hovering above Tumbleweed Valley and the peril that now exists for all life on this small planet. So you see, somehow we've got to neutralize that gas and your O3 beans may be the answer. Oh, I know. We'll get everybody in the world to eat a bowl of O3 beans for lunch. That'll do it. Perhaps it would, side meat, but it will take far too long. Uh, not with these beans. Side meat, just how many beans do you have left? Well, uh, let's see here. I'd say about 85 pounds. And what do you calculate? How many pounds of O3 beans would it take to do the job? Let's see, uh, Ranger Doug. Based on these figures from Johnny Mac Brown Junior College, I'd say... Uh, 
Mm, I care so, so, so. 85 pounds exactly. Oh. But they need to be exploded right in the center of the gas cloud and, and would take approximately 5.4 seconds to totally neutralize that cloud of death. Oh, get me my beans and some dynamite and then stand back. I got a great cloud of death to catch. Oh, oh wait, Sidemead, wait. You don't have to go. Maybe oh. a younger man should do it. Uh, no, Ranger Doug. I'm the only experienced hot air balloon pilot let, here. Let him go, Ranger Doug. Say. Uh. <laughs> Uh, just give me a hand getting ready, and if I don't come back, remember to, to feed my mule. Oh, old Senator. Okay, old timer. And so within seconds, the plucky, faithful old sidekick was preparing to fly into the ominous, danger-filled sky on a mission to save mankind, from which there might be no return. Oh, okay now. Uh, hand me up to me. There you go, Sidemen. Now, the dynamite. There you go, side. Okay, that's it. Loosen the anchor. Roger. Slowly, the balloon began its ascent to join with destiny in the dark, dusty cloud above. Yeah, let's see now. Boy, they look like little ants down there. I guess I got everything. Dynamite, chips, O3 beans, yup, yup, yup. Still, I have the feeling I'm forgetting something. Sorry, Come back. You forgot your parachute. Oh, no. What's he yelling? I, I can't hear him. parachute, Oh, well, probably that Roger fella again. Probably not important. <laughs> While the riders watch in breathless anticipation from the ground below, the fate of all creatures, great and small, rests on the small, bent shoulders of a familiar wizened figure, floating heavenward in a chip-powered hot air balloon. Boy, there he goes. He's just a little tiny speck now. He made it. He's in the cloud. So far, so good. He was indeed deep inside the dusty Stygian cloud. It's about the dead center, I'd say. Boy, it's dark in here. Now I'll just stick the dynamite down in the beans. And now I'll light the fuse. Oh, there she goes. Oh! And strap on my parachute and just... Oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot my parachute. Oh, no. What'll I do? Oh, I'm all the fool-headed concern. I just came to... No, no, no. While this truly atmospheric drama plays unseen in the depths of the murky sky, anxious eyes continue to watch from the terra firma below. He ought to be in the middle of that thing about now. I got my binoculars here. They're not very strong, but, but let's see if, if I can tell what's going on. Oh, well, I hope he realizes he forgot his parachute before the lights that dynamite... Oh. Oh. Too late. Look, the beans exploded. Yeah, but, but the big cloud is being eaten up. Look at that. Oh, it's, it's gone. There's nothing left. Beans have saved the world! Yes, beans have saved the world. Woody, Woody, do you see any trace of side meat through those binoculars? Oh, uh, nope. Nary wait, wait a minute, there's something. What is it? Is it side meat? Ugh, no, that's the ugliest turkey buzzard I ever did see. <laughs> Boy, that explosion plucked it clean, and here it comes floating down. Oh. Let me see. Here. Ah! Ooh, that's the ugliest thing God ever created. Wow, look at that wrinkled, pathetic, skinny carcass. Oh, What's ugh. that floating down above it? Above it? Now, let's see. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's some of Side Meat's clothes. A flannel shirt and his trousers, and there's his old galluses. I guess that's <laughs> all that's left of the old-timer he's done for. Oh. oh, I never thought I'd say this, but we're, we're going to really miss that old coot. We sure are, Woody. <laughs> On the verge of tears, three sad cowboys silently bow their heads in memory of their lost compadre. Overhead, 
Benign clouds gather and a gentle restorative rain begins to fall. The battered valley welcomes the cooling, refreshing change and imperceptibly plants begin to green again. You know, side meat always loved the spring rain. Yeah. Say, Ranger Doug, could we put up a, a big marble monument of, of some kind to him? I don't know, Slim. Side meat never was much for monuments and he won't need one to live forever in our hearts. Let's just remember him the way he was. I remember him, Ranger Doug. He was a great cook. Slim, a great cook? Well, he was a cook. Yes, he was a cook. Well, he was, he was great to his mule old senator. <laughs> well, he was good to him anyway. <laughs> Say, can I have old senator? Side meat won't be needing him anymore. Suddenly, what the riders had earlier mistaken for a plucked turkey buzzard tumbled from the sky and landed on Woody Paul, knocking oh. him to the ground. Oh, you get my mule over my dead body. Side meat. We thought... We thought you were a wrinkled, plucked old turkey buzzard. Wrinkled, plucked turkey buzzard? Why, you Oh, take it easy, side me. Hey, it's good to see you. How in the world did you survive that fall? Well, uh, quick, give me a saddle blanket here and cover the family jewels. Uh, that's better. Uh, you see, I remembered one time on Sky King how they stitched their clothes together and used them for parachutes. And by golly, that's what I did. I stitched my winter underwear to my trousers, used my galluses for straps, then I scrambles up on the side of the balloon basket, buck naked for the world to see, and boom! Once again, there was peace in the valley. Within a few weeks, an now benevolent sun, along with plenty of cool spring showers, restored the grasses, trees, and wildflowers to their former beauty. Cattle roamed the range, and the six-foot-tall mutant prairie dogs, created by the hole in the ozone, were rounded up and sent to Japan. There they led long and useful lives, starring opposite a mechanical Godzilla in a string of very successful monster movies. All is well, or is it? Oh, one would sure think so, Texas Fix. Then one should look at the top of his script, where it says episode one, Too Slim. Oh, yeah, this is just the beginning, right? Exactly. There's peril aplenty on the trail ahead, beginning next week, when we'll hear Woody Paul say... There's only one place hotter than that nuclear holocaust that Slocum was caught in. And Slocum say... Where am I? Who am I? What am I? It's a firestorm of fantastic excitement you won't want to miss. Make that firestorm next week when we present episode two of Singing Six Guns entitled Slocum Slocum Glowing Bright. Coming soon to this theater of the mind. And now here again, the riders in the sky. Thank you, Saddle Piles. Thank you. That's our show for this evening, and oh, it's no, time for us no, to... Oh, no, Ranger Doug, we just got another minute. Let's do the banjo roundup, boys. Oh, side boy. meat. We, oh. we don't have time enough for banjo we roundup, got time. do we? Everybody get a banjo. Big what? Zeno, Joey, the audience, pick up your banjos. Well, All the folks at home, well, get a banjo out of the closet. Me too. Or up from under the bed. Ranger Doug, here's a banjo for you. Well, let's get these things in tune. Can we no, take no a No, no need for that. Come on, let's go. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, four. Everywhere. Banjos in the old corral and scattered here and there. A chicken in every pot, a banjo on each knee. At the great big banjo roundup, it's a banjo jubilee. Turn it around, boys. Now, oh. an old cowboy philosopher once explained it patiently. Said, sit down, young feller, rest a spell and listen close to me. Now I'm as old as these.
these here hills and I've never seen it fail. You can't have too many banjos when you're riding down the trail. For a banjo makes you happy. It brings such cheer to you. And if one makes you feel so doggone good, then think what two can do. Three, then four thousand more. Oh, boys, I have a dream. A sea of shining banjos as far as the eye can see. At the banjo roundup. Banjos everywhere. Banjos in the old White Creek, Tennessee, 37189. See you next week, Saddle Pal. At the Banjo Roundup. At the